The Fawn, a Fragment, by Richard Hovey. From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 5, Nature, Part 1. Read for LibriVox.org by Lian Yao. The Fawn, a Fragment. I will go out to grass with that old king, for I am weary of clothes and cooks. I long to lie along the banks of brooks, and watch the boughs above me sway and sing. Come, I will pluck off custom's livery, no longer be a lackey to old time. Time shall serve me, and at my feet shall fling the spoil of listless minutes. I shall climb the wild trees for my food, and run through dale and upland as the fox runs free. Laugh for cool joy and sleep in the warm sun, and men will call me mad like that old king. For I am woodland-natured, and have made dryads my bedfellows, and I have played with the sleek naiads in the splash of the pools, and made a mock of gowned and trousered fools. Helen, none knows better than thou how like a fawn I strayed. And I am half fawn now, and my heart goes out to the forest and the crack of twigs. The drip of wet leaves and the low soft laughter of brooks that chuckle o'er old mossy jests, and say them over to themselves, the nests of squirrels and the holes the chipmunk digs, where through the branches the slant rays dapple with sunlight the leaf-matted ground, and the wind comes with blown vestures rustling after, and through the woven lattice of crisp sound a bird's song lightens like a maiden's face. O oh, wildwood Helen, let them strive and fret, those goggled men with their dissecting knives. Let them in charnel houses pass their lives, and seek in death life's secret. And let those hard-faced wildlings prematurely old, gnaw their thick lips with vain desire to get Portia's fair fame, or Lesbia's carcanet, or crown of Caesar, or Catullus, Apicius's lampreys, or Crassus's gold. For these consider many things, but yet by land or sea they shall not find the way to Arcady, the old home of the awful heart-dear mother, whereto child dreams and long rememberings lull far from the cares that overlay and smother the memories of old woodland outdoor mirth in the dim first life-burst centuries ago, the sense of the freedom and nearness of earth. Nay, this they shall not know. For who goes thither, leaves all the cock and clutch of his soul behind, the doves defiled and the serpent shrined, the hates that wax and the hopes that wither, nor does he journey, seeking where it be, but wakes and finds himself in Arcady. Hist! There's a stir in the brush. Was it a face through the leaves? Back of the laurels a scurry and rush, hillward, then silence, except for the thrush, that throws one song from the dark of the bush, and is gone. And I plunge in the wood, and a swift soul cleaves through the swirl and the flow of the leaves, as a swimmer stands with his white limbs bare to the sun, for the space that a breath has held, and drops in the sea, and the undulant woodland folds around me, intimate, fluctuant, free, like the clasp and the cling of the waters, and the reach and the effort is done. There is only the glory of living, exultant to be. O oh, goodly 
damp smell of the ground a rough sweet bark of the trees oh clear sharp cracklings of sound O oh, life that's a thrill and a bound with a vigour of boyhood and morning and the noontide's rapture of ease was there ever a weary heart in the world a lag in the body's urge or a flag of the spirit's wings did a man's heart ever break for a lost hope's sake for here there is lilt in the quiet and calm in the quiver of things ay this old oak grey-grown and gnarled solemn and sturdy and big is as young of heart as alert and elate in his rest as the nuthatch there that clings to the tip of the twig and scolds as the wind that buffets too rudely its nest oh what is it breathes in the air oh what is it touches my cheek there's a sense of a presence that lurks in the branches but where is it far is it far to seek end of poem this recording is in the public domain